welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 14, Episode 16, titled Grand Finale. My name's Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one ultimate co-host from the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say... Tootsie Lou! <laughs> to, to Taylor the Latte Boy... Hello, Taylor the Latte Boy. How are you? Joseph, hello. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Taping this at night. We are taping. That's why I didn't pull a clip zero. I didn't have time to pull the audio. Look, honestly, no one said anything either. No. um, But yeah, but now here we are, Taylor. The end of the run. The end of the show. You have been praying for this moment since January 8th. And now here we are. The end of the show. It How only took feeling? 33 episodes, but we are here. We are here. We are queer. Well, I guess you're not going to get used to it because this is the last one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's your five-year anniversary with your husband? Yep. yep. How many we... years have you guys actually been together? 14. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh 14. So you guys were dating for nine years. Yeah. Well, for a big chunk of those, we couldn't legally get married. Oh, so, interesting. So we, so there was a time I mean, when people, I, could, when gay people couldn't get married. Yeah, I know it was, or or people of different races couldn't get married either. Yeah, they took care of that first, yeah. as anybody who's watched the Jeffersons knows. Why the Je- oh, because of uh, Tom and the Willises. What was yes. The, what was the mother? The, it was Tom and what was her name? Uh, Oh my God, Helen! I, Helen, Helen, yes, Helen. Helen, Tom. You know what's so funny? I had to explain to Aiden today. Uh, All in the family and Archie Bunker. That uh, that is a show that could never be on now. Oh, that's what I was talking about. That's exactly yeah. what I was talking about. So the conversation was about how the seventies were much more uh, were much edgier than TV now. And especially in terms of race and conversations about race and, uh, and, and, and classism and stuff like that. Like, Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's insane how you couldn't have that show. You couldn't have shows like that now. You just couldn't. Yeah. No, we, we, it's funny. Somebody in the chat room just said something that my husband and I talked about last night, which was they could never make the movie Blazing Saddles today. No. No, it, it, uh, any uh, the thing about it though is that a show like All in the Family should be made today, yeah, because it showed it was it was a clear. I mean, Norman Lear was a very liberal uh, television producer, but you're saying showed, everything I was saying today. When in here, just gonna be like, oh, I'm hearing it again. <laughs> but I mean, he did everything through the lens of somebody who was super conservative, racist, sexist. Just and, and he was the buffoon, mm-hmm. but you also kind of also in some ways rooted for him too. Yeah. It was just it, it it was a it's a classic sitcom, which a lot of it a lot of the comedy holds up. I mean, some of the topics that they talk about obviously don't, but and then when you consider, you know, so then there was the Jeffersons, there was Maud, there was Good Times, like all of these shows spun out of All in the Family and all dealt with very different different topics. You're literally making the point. You take you took the words right out of my mouth from earlier today. That is what yeah. we're talking about. Uh, anyway, Taylor. Speaking of groundbreaking television, um, 
this week, each of the five top queens sang a song and was interviewed by RuPaul. The five finalists were narrowed down to two, and they were Lady Camden and Willow Pill. Cornbread the Snack Chate was named Miss Congeniality. Meanwhile, after a lip-sync showdown for The Crown, Willow Pill was named America's Next Drag Superstar. Taylor the Latte Boy, for the final time, named two things liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Well, I just think that it's amazing that you and I called it in the Meet the Queens episode that Willow Pill would oh, clearly no. win yeah. season. <laughs> um, uh, two things that I loved that it was a live presentation in front of an audience, mm-hmm. which is a blessing and a curse because I feel like everybody feeds off that energy, but everybody in the audience is so extra through yeah. everything, which I get that you said that they have them, you know, films that with somebody saying something really funny or really, you know, fierce or, you know, like I get that they do that and they just intersperse that. But I say that every year that the audience is extra, it but was I love that. Was, everything was a little extra this year in terms of like that. That was like the, like the sweetening of the clapping was really extra. Like you could tell, you could actually audibly hear that it was like, uh, a um, a laugh track or like an applause yeah. track and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I loved that I liked mm-hmm. was almost everybody's looks. Mm-hmm. I thought everybody that was everybody with one huge part in the pun exception, I thought looked really great and oh, definitely all had various variations. Who do you think who would be one that I would go? That's horrible. They just kind. Yep. Okay. They 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 done did her wrong when they put her looking in that yellow Tweety Bird nightmare next to Georgia's, who was also in like a showgirl outfit and looked so much better. Mm-hmm. Something. It, it, Deja Sky had to have pulled her stuff out in the dressing room and looked at everybody else's stuff and went, "Shit," mm-hmm. because it was just it was so. I don't it, know. It, if it was she so has that self awareness. Well, the wig alone, when she would take off that dress, the the, the whole Liza Minnelli, you know, shag yeah. cut, it, just everything about it was not, it was not a good look for yeah. Miss Deja Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I did not like was I didn't like that they did original songs. I We want to see them lip sync to some crazy songs mm-hmm. and to, again, kind of like the lip sync of Perusa. You're You're fighting for the crown now. So if it's a situation in which they get to pull as it where they have to pull a song or pick a box and that's the one they have to lip sync to, I feel like that would have been more exciting. We've already seen that they're clearly willing to pay for the, the royalties for at least some music. Let's let's see them do that. So that was a little like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't care for that. But how about you for the last time this season? What are two things you liked and one thing you did not? In terms of the like, you know, I, I the show moved, and often the finale can drag, and I don't yes. feel there were uh, any, there was no dragging, you know, there was no like, uh, you know, like talking too long to the contestant, or they didn't stay too long and everything, it's, it moved really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also, I think like you, I liked it, there was a live audience again, I liked a lot of the looks, they were great. Overall, yay. Yeah. What I didn't like is 
I, I think we went back to the old school um, finale, which I know I know the lip sync for the crown was very controversial. Uh, I was a fan of the lip sync for the crown. I thought it made for an exciting finale. Yeah, you know, and even if they did what they did, I'm like, I think this is kind of what you were saying is I wish they would have just ponied up the money for the girls to do big production numbers to real songs. Yeah. You know, like just shell out the money and have them dance to, you know, um, here you go again by Dolly Parton, you know, that big dance number or, mm-hmm. uh, when I think of you by Janet Jackson. Yes. Or, yeah. um, Close to you by the Carpenters, mm-hmm. you know, or um, Liza with a Z, you know, mm-hmm. or you know, all yeah. these great numbers that everyone's been dying to see. Uh, Alone yeah. again, naturally. Uh, Leo by, Sayer, <laughs> yeah, Leo, Leo, oh yeah, we should do this in Leo Sayer. The like, what's that one about? Uh, I should be dancing. Isn't that Leo Sayer? No, I should. You should be dancing as the Bee Gees. No, wait, hold on. What's the? He has a dancing song though too. Yeah. Oh, you make me feel like a dancer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, how about, how about uh, the Pina Colada song? Oh, people have been dying that for been that one. That would have been a great yeah, yeah, yeah. one for a lip sync. Mm-hmm. I Am Woman by Helen Reddy. Mm hmm. Uh, actually, I could see somebody actually doing that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, the point is, what's that Carly Simon song from Working Girl? Let the River Run. I yeah. like that song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, if they're going to do that, it should be, oh, uh, what's the song where she talks about her mother smoking in bed? Um, I heard that's the way I heard it. Oh, supposed to the, be. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. That's the way I heard it should be like, <laughs> is depressing from song, from note one. I hear my dance at the bubble. <laughs> oh wait, now you're so vain. Hold on. Um, what's it called again? That's the way it's. I heard it's supposed to be. Yeah, I think I actually really like that song, but it is. I like, really like that song too. Carly Simon has some great, great songs. She has some horrible songs too. His cigarette glows in the dark. Guys, this is the whole song. <laughs> What about the, about the boy that jumped off the bridge, the Tallahatchie Bridge? <laughs> what? Oh, gosh. Just... I have made fun of this song uh, so many times. Hold on. Because the song is – this is also um, – this song is also Billy super Joe depressing, McAllister? too. No. I, I feel you could do a song, a version of this about Lori. Was a third of June, another sleepy, dusty Delta day. You never heard this song? No. Oh my God! I'm gonna play the whole thing. I'm gonna give me your and my brother notes. was bailing hay. And at dinner time, we stopped and walked back to the house to eat. And Mama hollered at the back door, "Y'all remember to wipe your feet." She said, I got some news this morning from Choctaw Ridge. 
day Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Oh, I have heard this song. Okay. <laughs> okay. Papa said. I remember one time sitting with my mom at a party and the song came out. Like, <laughs> like, this is the most depressing. Cause the, the song gets more and more depressing. Uh. And it, it's weird because it's like a mystery because then the, the priest comes over. Oh, no, the mom says, like, what were you doing? I, I The priest saw you with Billy Joe McAllister on the bridge. And you're like, did, she, did the bitch fucking kill him? <laughs> like, it's really, really bizarre. Who sings that? Uh, I can tell you. It's Bobby Gentry. Okay. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Bobby- if they did it. How about, how about Harper Valley PTA? Oh, that would actually be a really fun <laughs> one. That would be a really, really fun one, actually, I think. Anyway, Loving You by Minnie Ripperton? That would be a fun <laughs> one, too. I know, but it's not like, but you have to figure out a way to do a death drop in the middle of it. <laughs> I would just get uh, the little midget to come and dance behind me. One last Kenya Michaels reference for the yeah. season. One last Kenya Michaels reference for the season. All right. So, Taylor, I'll be honest with you. I don't have – I mean, the show moves so well. And I mean, I don't really have a lot to – I have a few notes. And I don't know I what have a notes few you notes. Have. Yeah. I have a few notes, too. And so I, I don't, don't know really what you have to say about this episode. Well, I um said the first thing was Rue's look was very much a bookend to Lizzo wearing the Tina Turner from Mad Max Thunderdome outfit at the beginning of the season that we have Rue wearing basically something like it. Mm -hmm. Lizzo did a better job, but I can appreciate, I feel like I've liked some of Rue's looks in previous season finales. Yeah. She looked like she was doing a news, like a sci-fi version of the Carol Burnett sketch. (laughs) (laughs) Went with the wind. Yeah. Went with the wind. Where she came down wearing the big curtain rod and stuff like that. That had that scene held the Guinness Book of World Records record for a long time of the longest laugh on a sitcom. Yeah, like the longest continuous laugh of the audience. Mm-hmm. That that, but that is for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about. YouTube Carol Burnett show went with the wind. Yeah. It is a classic. It's a classic uh, skit. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so, okay. So, uh, what, what, what were your kind of your notes here? Um, well, apparently not only is it my anniversary with my husband, but now we share it with RuPaul day. April oh. 22nd is RuPaul day yeah. with the key to the city, uh-huh. which was very like, wow, the key to the city. Like she, yeah. she could not yeah. have given less of a shit. I have six Emmys. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. But you know what? Great. This key. Like very, very much of the where she walked backstage with it and then threw it in the trash can. It wasn't even a nice key in the frame. It was like a a cardboard cutter they covered with aluminum foil. It looks like something that was behind the cash register that you could get at Things Remembered. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, Um, What else? Well, you know what? Why don't we do this, Taylor? I don't feel like it's going to be a very long episode. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break now? Why don't we just do it now? Why don't we get it out of the way? And then when we come back, we'll take five minutes to talk about the rest of the episode. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Taylor! Oh, what a break. 
The last yeah, the last yeah of season fourteen. The last yeah, of season four. Well, because I think I only do it on the flagship show. Really, I don't think I do it on the other ones. I do like a laugh on the other yeah. ones, but I don't think I do the yeah. Anyway, so Taylor, what? So what were you? So so first we come before we get to the to the the song performances. Did you have any other notes? No. Okay. No. So the first <laughs> the, the first song performance was by Angeria. Did you, and then yes. we, we have a song performance, and then they talk to her. Do you have any big thoughts on Nigeria and what happened there? But they also have the clip package, too. Yeah, the clip package, everything. Yeah, the whole thing. And I thought of the clip packages, she might have been my favorite one. Yeah, it was packages. a great clip package. It was very genuine. Yeah. It felt very real. Yeah, it, it just showed her charisma, just how amazing it was all season, and that she was able to kind of do it out in mm-hmm. public. You know, that's hard. Day drag in vegas in the middle in the middle of the heat and mm-hmm. i i give her credit for that and she seems like people seemed happy to see her and all that kind of stuff yeah um i this was sort of the first time that i thought okay so supposedly it's her song but it's clearly not her singing yeah. or lip syncing and with the dancers and the interview it felt very like pageanty because it feels like each of the girls got it got a question that was supposed to be very pageanty and uh, so I thought, oh, okay, this is a little different. But I, I just – one thing I noticed was her lip syncing was way off. There was lots of times where she was not – her mouth was not matching the um, matching the words. And a couple of times with her dancing, she seemed a little like, I'm not sure what to do. So that mm-hmm. didn't make me feel good for Angie when uh, – Watching her perform, I was hoping for I was hoping to be wowed, and I wasn't really wowed for that. Well, they did a similar type finale for seasons seven and eight, correct? I don't think they did it for six. Uh, no, they didn't do it for six. I don't. Re- no, you're right. They did do it. I remember we were talking about that tonight after it was over, and they definitely did it for eight because I remember I remember uh, Kim Chi doing a song about not being able to dance. Oh, I thought um, her song was Fat Fat Nation. Oh, that is true. And then I thought Bob had purse first. No, um, huh? Purse first was his. Purse first was Bob's single after oh. she was off the show. Maybe Bob was about not being able to dance. Oh, Al- Maybe, Al- I don't know. oh, I don't like to show off with was Bob's song. Okay. And then I who was the third? It was Naomi was Smalls. Wasn't her about Naomi. legs or something like that? Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I I was sort of like, oh shit, this is what this is going to be, where we're not going to get, we're not going to get the, you know, there's five boxes and they all have a Britney Spears song or a Whitney mm-hmm. Houston song or yeah. a share song. I mean, you know, th- this was a share song. They could have done, they could have done other share songs, but who knows? So, Angie, you what said, were your thoughts? I, I'll be honest with you, I don't really. I mean, she went out here. That's that. It's sort of been the blessing and the curse of this season. Is that they are a capable, competent cast, but that's yes. they're not fantastic. There's no one who is like amazing, and there's no one who's really horrible. So it was a serviceable, uh, 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 number, and I feel like a lot of them were like that. To be honest with you, I think, and this is getting really nerdy, and maybe like one of our librarians will tell me who who I really said it, but I believe. I believe it was like John Quincy Adams or like one of those presidents in the middle, like Millard Fillmore yeah. or something like that. 
where their last words, they just eaten. And their last words were, the nourishment was palatable. And I've always remembered. Huh? You were whelmed. Yeah. the ner- And I was like, that always reminded me of just being like, yeah, it was, I ate. I was able to eat it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, that's how I feel about a lot of these numbers. I don't really, I mean, her number was fine. I didn't even notice the lip syncing not matching. Uh, mm. it was obviously rehearsed it. She looked fantastic. She looked great. It, and this is, this is a thing that I wonder because I will say Lady Camden and Willow Pill had the stronger song. Oh, that is in my notes. Willow Pill, clear. They announced that they're all available for download or streaming or something. And I'm like, I said with Willow Pills, I'm like, that's going to be in memes for a while. That yeah. is definitely a song that's going to be incorporated into memes and like TikTok and Instagram, that sort of thing. They had the stronger songs. So does that affect their outcome? I don't know. I, mean, that's I think weird absolutely. Thing. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on Nigeria. Okay. Who do you have next? Next up was Bosco. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing that I wrote with Bosco's was "Come on, Dracula." <laughs> so it was it just oh, yeah, felt like it, it was very Dracula esque. And the other thing yeah. too was like this wasn't very Bosco in during her season, but constantly talking about how hot she was, and everyone thinks she's so hot. And I was just like, and by the way, I do think Bosco's attractive, but that's just it. It, it seemed off for her personality. That's a that's a very good point, but maybe this is something as she has begun her transition, she's feeling more confident about herself mm-hmm. and her body. So this may be that, that may be a result of that. You figure these were season fourteen was taped last summer, early mm-hmm. fall. Yeah. And a lot of the girls have gone through major changes over the over the last several months. And with that, maybe she was feeling herself a little bit. She was feeling her oats. Yeah. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're hundred percent right. Um, I, in terms of her number, yeah, you know, apart from the reveal, and I feel reveals are a big part of this episode in different ways. I didn't really feel there was much to, to write home about with the song, and I don't know if because the dancing was fine, her lip sync mm-hmm. was fine, she looked fantastic, she had that reveal. Was it the fault of the song? There, I don't have anything wrong. I don't have anything bad. I don't have anything bad to say about any of these numbers. None mm-hmm. of them. None of them. Everybody did the job they were supposed to do. So if, yes. if, if if they're weak in any way, I blame the song. I would agree with that. And which I would means absolutely agree whether that. that you're fucked because you got a bad song. Yeah. Um, any big thoughts on Bosco and her song or whatever, Taylor? No, I, 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 the song was, you know, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It didn't blow me away. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of it. It was just sort of like a oh that would that, that that happened. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. And like I said at the top of the show, I was never bored. I was never like looking at the clock. I was I was I was entertained. But uh-huh. it was it was junk food. It was like there was no substance. It's cotton it. candy. Cotton candy. It's, it's you it's sweet and it dissolves in your mouth and it's already gone. Cause I'll even say, let's jump ahead, I don't even know when this is, but let's just cover it now. What did you think? Okay, maybe I don't know. I want. I am not a fashion person. What did you think of Simone's outfit? Because that's something you usually look forward to. We had the years where the previous winner would come out: Bianca, Violet, um, Bob, Sasha. They came out of these uh, like Aquarius. Remember, she was on her toes the whole time or something. Like a, yeah, she was the Black Swan. Like 
you had these iconic outfits for the queen who was returning. They would put a lot of effort into this. And I know it was some sort of fashion take, but I felt like, what, what is this? It looked like Janet Jackson's 1993, like, a video that she would have done. I keep talking about Janet Jackson. Yeah, you're obsessed with Janet Jackson. Right now. I'm obsessed with Janet Jackson. Um, but it was, yeah, I was, I was, ta- that was, that would be something that I was definitely underwhelmed. Yeah, but sort of like, ow. And I'm putting it in the whole pieces that everything, like Simone was fine. Everybody was fine, but it's just this whole banal, like, not, nothing memory. I will not remember this six months from now, let alone a year from now. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I feel that there was similarities to see the only thing that I remember about the season eight finale was Violet's look. That was when Violet came out and had the crown that was made of skin with mm-hmm. had the had the bugs all over it and everything. I mean, that was for the ages. Yeah. That was iconic. So yeah. for Simone to kind of come out in a tank top and jeans was a little like, oh. Yeah. Lala Re looked better than her. Yeah, it was very, very strange. It yeah. was very, very strange. Um okay. So then we went from there, we went to Diabetti. And Diabetti yeah. No, go ahead. I I wrote the worst clip package, but the most conceptual outfit. Okay. I don't have to disagree with that. Uh, and she, she, you know, who was before her? Oh, Bosco. There were a lot of people who didn't have family there. Bosco didn't have family there. They never yeah. really went into that. But they had just seen her. They did go a little bit into that. They'd seen her for the first time in drag, blah, 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 blah. Daya, they've never gone into Daya's family. I get, I get the sort of sense that that's sort of like off limits. Possibly, yeah. They've never talked about Daya's family whatsoever. It's not even on a mere moment. Nothing. It's like they don't exist. So, okay. And it's one of these where she came out in this outfit that I kind of got, I was getting gypsy moth. Sort yeah. of thing, or like a moth kind of thing that eventually sheds its wings, and it's the, and it's this bug. If Daya was going to do a bug motif, why wouldn't you do a dragonfly? Why? Because she ate a dragonfly this season. Oh, I forgot about girl. Why? Why are you remembering that? That was like episode one. Or I, be, I because uh, I have the clip of her go of uh, Carrie going a dragonfly that a oh. friend of mine sent me. He he occasionally just sends it to me as a sound clip, and then I, it makes me laugh. So is it Brian Gregory? That's why I remember that. It is Brian Gregory. <laughs> Brian Gregory's a guy that hates me. Okay, he doesn't hate you. Oh, oh my! God. I would if if you would have put him as one of your four days of happiness, and you didn't put me. I would have <laughs> driven to the local airport, got on a plane, flown across the country, landed, driven to your house, flipped you off, and then driven back to the airport <laughs> and flown back home. Anyway, um, Diabetti, you know, it was fine. It was. I actually, I actually can't tell you anything about the song. No, I something about a fighter. Oh yeah, she's a fighter. Something like that. I don't remember. They were very forgettable yeah. songs. Uh, and then after that, we had Lady Camden. Now again, now we're going to the final two, and they had the strongest songs. Queer, not queer. Well, queerly, 
queerly a very strong homage to Queen. I mean, they made no mistake about it. Oh, yeah, clearly. I almost wonder if they hired that guy to... Do you know that guy that sounds like Freddie Mercury? Uh -uh. Oh, you've never heard... He's a YouTube guy, and he sounds just like him, and they even used him in that Freddie Mercury movie to do some sort of, like... They used Freddie Mercury's voice, but whenever they needed him, they used him. He sounds just like uh, Freddie Mercury. I mean, it's like... And he's actually kind of cute too. Um, I'm surprised Queen. Why? Why I don't know why Queen um, doesn't hire him instead of that stupid Adam. Do you know anyone who like goes? I'm a big uh, Adam Lambert fan. No, I like Adam Lambert's songs. He has a couple mm-hmm. of songs that I like, but I I don't know anybody that's super excited because Adam Lambert's coming on tour. Okay, so this is his name's Mark Martell. Okay, this is gonna be him singing Bohemian Rhapsody right here. Okay, Bohemian Rhapsody, take one. Not really. Warts and all. Is this the real life? Oh wow. Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Yeah, he sounds just like him. And he I sounds great. It, yeah. And he's really cute too. And um uh you check him out. And uh maybe they hired him to do the thing. This guy didn't sound exactly like Freddie Mercury, but I could see Mark Martell doing like, well, I don't want to do like the exact I'll do like a close-ish thing. I don't know yeah. I'm making things up, right? But um but yeah, and and her number was good, and she's a dancer, so it it would you you did. I was the first one. You were like, okay, this is different. Yeah, and I wrote she seemed to be loved by the audience. Yes. At, at that point, she had gotten the biggest, the biggest uh, audience reaction mm-hmm. when she was done, and you're like, okay, it's definitely going to be Lady Camden is going to be one of the two. Yeah, and then how about she did the interview in the mom, and she talked to the mom, and the mom, and then she was like, UK, hun. You all right, babe? Yeah. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> really awkward. And I, Mike, I was really uncomfortable. It was cringy. Yeah. Well, and also really you got in. the situation where the mother didn't seem to the, the mother seemed almost like a deer in the headlights kind of thing, where she didn't really know how to answer questions, and you could kind of tell RuPaul was uh, annoyed. But Taylor, this is what I'm telling you, as a person who's been to many of these finales, when they talk to the family. They talked to them for a long time, like five minutes, okay? Mm-hmm. And then they just used that little 30 seconds or something. So that right. was the strongest 30 seconds. That oh. was the best of what they had. Yeah. So awkward. <laughs> anyway. Ma- uh, Mama, Camden, Mama Camden cost Lady Camden the crown. Probably, I know. Um, okay, then we had Willow Pill. We had Willow Pill. And I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I said that that song is going to be a meme. We're going to start seeing that in TikToks. Um, I don't like people. We both, I hate people. I hate people. I mean, Babalu laughed at it and he was like, I would totally, I would totally download that song. Oh, really? So that was the only one that he got that we got that from. In terms of the song, it was the strongest song. Yes. You know, the catchiest and whatnot. I wonder, do you think they consulted on the song and they worked with a songwriter to what they wanted? Because it's see, it I'm seemed sure. very Willow Pill. 
Well, when you figure also the Lady Camden was one was I fell and I got back up and I won. I mean, that is basically talking about when she did the Freddie Mercury yeah. falling and tripping and having the mustache. So mm-hmm. you figure the one about Diabetti was about being a fighter and fighting mm-hmm. for what she wants. I know Bosco's was something about the devil. And Angie's was just very, I do it all. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, I, I love mean, Angeria, yeah, I think that but was, there's not much to her. But apart from, right. Yeah. Right. Um, the other thing that I wrote about Willow was she was the quickest with the answers mm-hmm. with the, with the back and forth with Rue mm-hmm. and you could tell Rue was really enjoying it. Yeah. Yes. And even so, the, pa- even the sister with the H and M joke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that was going to be the next thing. It's just the whole family. That seems to be a, that seems to be really good. Yeah, and what's funny is Will oh. didn't do a lot of dancing. It was uh, mostly about the outfit and presents and whatnot. So good job, Willow Pill. Mm-hmm. Then we, that's after that is when we did the, um, Simone came out and she brought out La La Re. No, we're what missing happened? something. What? The losing is the new winning song. Oh, I, I skipped past. Oh, okay. Did I miss well, anything? Here, no. I call um, it losing is the new skipping the segment. <laughs> I will say this though. The song is losing is the new winning. And I know that it was on one of the previous seasons. It might have been season 12 was when they performed that. I don't get why the song starts. It's losing is the new winning. And Jada is the one with the solo in the yeah. beginning. So the one winner that's in this show, she's the, it, that didn't make any sense to me, but, um, it was just sort of, it was, I don't know, but it was. I didn't watch it. I really, guys, I'm sorry that I didn't watch it, but I didn't. I was you like, you I, didn't I, miss yeah, much. I can skip it. I, I see, and, the, and then not only that, not only do they sing this, but then all the rest of the cast of season 14 has to come out at the end to talk about losing is the new winning. So they pretty much, oh. pretty much it is the, you are all the losers kind of oh. thing. I'll stand there. It was, it, it, that was a little cringy. That was the kind of the one time I went, Ooh, that's, yeah. that's not, that's not cute. There's something about Cameron Michaels. She came walking down the stairs. I was like, skip. I don't like Cameron Michaels. <laughs> There was one of them I didn't recognize who it was. But so you didn't see Naomi? No. Na- Naomi had some work done. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, like she's her name should be Naomi Gunn because her she her skin was pulled back a little tight and she kind of looked Asian. Oh, the doors that Gia's opened. Now Naomi's looking Yes. <laughs> yes, the doors that Gia's opened. Um not great. Okay, so then we had Simone come out. Then we have uh they bring out La La Re, which I know there's a meme about her and the and the bags on her and blah 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 blah. But I was like, I forgot La La Re existed. Let alone that she was Miss Congeniality. And that I thought was a missed opportunity on La La Re's part, in that they she could have have come out in a very very elevated paper bag outfit where she could have redone it where it was something where she had months to work on it and or and just bought paid somebody mm-hmm. to design it for her. and what she wore while it looked better than Simone's was like it looked unfinished which yeah. I get that's also the point because it was kind of like the framework for a dress but it just was it was off kilter and then she looked like she had like a wrap around her and yeah. I, I don't know it wasn't it wasn't a great look we also missed the tribute to hot chocolate what was that about i'd never heard of hot chocolate but i mean i guess she's great 
I, I guess she's great too, but apparently she is a well-known queen in, I guess in Vegas or where she's like a Tina Turner impersonator. Yeah. Would you go and see her? If she was part of a review, absolutely. I would go see her. I would mm-hmm. go see, you know how I love Tina Turner, but mm-hmm. it, it felt very where you almost kind of thought like, this is going to be a new segment of where Rue presents an, an established oh. long-term queen for like some sort of like award or something. Mm-hmm. But it was just, she kind of talked about it and said she was great. And this drag queen stood up and cried and waved at everybody and then sat yeah. back down. It was, it was just a weird, like, okay, we've gone over this. We have like three minutes we have to fill. You know what? Mm-hmm. Bring out the, bring out the hot chocolate. But you know, I'll tell you what I, I will say. I do like that they focus on a an iconic queen at the finale, and I, maybe they should do that at every finale. See a package, and then they have you know Lady Bunny there, or Sherry Vine, or Lip Synca. These like sort of iconic drag queens are still with us, and we get to learn about them. Coco Peru, Coco Peru, um, yeah. Um, okay, and oh, then so Miss Congeniality. So yeah. they bring bring Miss Congeniality. I said before the commercial break, I said, it's going to be cornbread. Mm-hmm. I said, and he was, and Babalu was like, well, she wasn't on that long. I said, right, but the rest of them vote for it and she didn't get to participate. So then that will be something of not only was, and she was also, you know, a great queen where she seemed very supportive of other queens, but that is going to be where they're going to, they're going to uh, vote for cornbread. And I was right. Oh, woohoo. Look at you, drag race expert, Taylor Vellante boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was completely fine. And then we went from there right into the lip, the final two lip syncs, right? Uh, yeah, they, well, they did the thing, which I liked that it was up on a big screen. Yeah. And I, I had famously said last week that I thought it was going to be the last two were going to be Lady Camden and Bosco. Mm -hmm. And then I said that it might end in a tie. And when the second one where it looked like, which this again, they done did or dirty where it looked like it was going to be Bosco and then it went back up and hit Willow Pill. I thought that was kind of a shitty thing to do to Bosco. <laughs> yeah. But not surprising again, given the song and the, the, the just the, the rapport that she seemed to have with Rue. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we go right into the, um, the final two, the lip sync where they did, Gimme, 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 which is actually an ABBA song, but Cher came out when she did the Mamma Mia sequel. She came out with an album of ABBA covers. Which the first time I listened to it, I thought, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. And then the third or fourth time I listened to it, I'm like, this is horrible. (laughs) You know, some, I have some of the songs on my uh, workout mix Mm -hmm. and, uh, or on my walking mix. And they just kind of sound like it's Cher and somebody with a key ass Casio. Uh, synthesizer kind of kind of doing the songs together my my feeling on that that's a great song mm-hmm. but if you're going to do a cover you had made a mm-hmm. reference i think before we started taping of that you know they probably couldn't get the royalties to the ABBA version is erasure did a ep in the 90s of abba covers oh they did and th- and they do that song and it's really really good and it's very it's very 90s but then you've also got the queer representation yeah i feel like they could have they could have done that Stupid. No one asked me. So yeah. Uh now they do the number. I'm gonna tell you something. We see Willow Pill there, a big old giant. I'm like, okay, we should have a hundred reveals. I didn't think Cameron Camden had any reveals under there. I will say her outfit 
concealed the reveals really, really, really well. I'll give yes. her that. They concealed the reveals yes. very, very, very well. Um, I thought when, at one point she when she did the thing of where she looked like she fell again, which yeah. unfortunately that's all right. You've already done that once, mm-hmm. so you know if she hadn't done it the first time, then it would have been a wow moment. But at one point, it almost looks like she can't get – like the wigs are still pinned together and she can't get them off. Oh, really? It's for like half a second when it's a wide shot of the two of them performing. Uh-huh. Um, because in the beginning, I thought, oh, Willow is killing this mm-hmm. just with the you know with the quirkiness. Mm-hmm. And then the second half of it, I kind of thought it was neck and neck. Mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I said, I said, this could actually be a tie. She could yeah. actually do this as a tie. Because I figured at this point she said $150,000 plus then the $50,000. So that equals $200,000. So they could t- split it in half and everybody still gets $100,000. What do you think of the lip sync? It was okay. I said it was okay. Yeah, I was very meh about it. Yeah. It, it, it was, I was, it, it was a, enjoyable meal i will forget tomorrow yeah yeah it really was um all right taylor any final thoughts on the episode any final thoughts on the season uh anything you want to say to wrap things up on the season on the episode or anything like that um i i this was been a very interesting season Mm -hmm. i feel like they definitely were testing new concepts and testing to see how patient the audience would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and to some degree, they they definitely they have to be paying attention to what people are saying. And hopefully they will do something that improves on some of the changes that they did this year for season 15. Mm-hmm. All right, very good. And that's all. We're final. Final. We're 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 leaving the season, Taylor. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know if that was okay. That that's my cue, is what you're saying. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm going to end the episode. Okay, okay. So, Joe and I have been talking. Mommy and Daddy love you all very much, (laughs) and you have done nothing wrong. (laughs) I am leaving the flagship show. Uh, this was a decision that I did not come by lately. Joe and I had a conversation weeks ago before we got an email, before anybody thinks otherwise. Yeah, I blame Griffin. Um, yeah, if anybody's upset with this, blame Griffin. Um, I am, I want to fall in love with the show again. And I have definitely fallen out of love in some ways with Drag Race. Um, I, that's not to say that I don't continue to love it, but I want to be in love with it again. Um, and I, I just, this four months is a really long time, especially, especially when it's the nice season (laughs) here in Florida. Um, so, uh, Joe and I have talked and while I will not be on season 15, I am not leaving the, I am not leaving the network, um, I appreciate Joe very much for dealing with me, the grand diva of Afterthought Media. And um, I, I will be occasionally 
checking in probably with all stars in a couple of weeks. Um, I am always going to be available as a guest co-host. You know, you're still going to hear me on things like shady pines. Uh, We still have to finish season four. Mm -hmm. I realized that the other night I'm like, I'm not going to stop podcasting with him. We have to finish season four. Um, And I will let you take over as far as if there's any other announcements you think are pertinent right now regarding me. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, Taylor, we have a lot of announcements, but right now I wanted to leave you. By the way, <laughs> I took for granted all the times that I thought would last somehow. I hear the laughter, taste the tears, but I can't get near you now. Oh, can't you see it, Taylor? <laughs> Without you, I'm a failure. No. Wherever you go, whatever you do, I will be right here waiting for you. Whatever it takes, or how my heart breaks, I will be right here waiting for you. I wonder who. do it for this season of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us uh, next month as we reconvene to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 7. But until then, for Tana the Latte Boy and myself, sashay away until All-Stars. What the fuck? Oh no. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. I thought I was gonna get out of here, Taylor. I know, right? Uh. Alright. Guys, I have no idea why you're here. We're trying to wrap up the show. Is this gonna take a long time? Alright, well, whatever you okay. Ross, are you ready to go? Carson. Carson. Carson! Okay. All-stars, all-stars, time is here. Time to take it up the rear. We've been good, but we can't last. Hurry, all-stars, hurry fast. What a fist that's free of poop. We can hardly stand away. Please, all stars, don't be late. I, 
Were they even at the finale, Taylor? No, they weren't. Wow. Oh, he was ahead of me here. I guess that was kind of cute. All right. Yeah, sure was. But um, can we just wrap it up? Because we need to get out of here. Uh, it's been a long season, and we want to do the cross. Are you with me? Carson? Carson? What a fest at free of poop. We can hardly stand the weight. Please all stars, don't be late. We can hardly stand the weight. Please all stars, don't be late. Okay, guys, that was very good. Have to go. Why? I, I want to stick around. I want no, to. No, thank you. No. I want. I want to no, suck no, your dick. No. Please suck your dick. Please let me suck your dick. I want to suck no, your dick. Please let me suck your dick. I want to suck your dick so badly. All right. Now, finally, let us out, Taylor. Sashay away until All Star Seven. Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we're back yeah, in the break. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Taylor has another podcast. It's called Pod is My Co-Pilot, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Taylor Velate Boy on Instagram and Twitter at P-I-M-C Taylor. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Very special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Agnesia Chopinska. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Coco San Pedro, Declan Prosser, Drew Brooks, E. Smith, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Lauren Eckert, Lionel Campbell, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Nicholas Springham, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Sarah Yu. Tom Bombs, Travis Newland, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson, Corinna Williamson, Elizabeth Timmer, Nikki Baker, Robert NYC, David Olson, and Alexandra Sixt. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.